Last time, Unlawful Stupid. And you've heard their voice say, you're going to be tested. But it's you to prove you're worthy. And these wolves, these shadowy wolves, have appeared at the edge of this, this large forested area in front of you. You start seeing some of this moisture come out of the trees and even some out of the rocks more slowly as it kind of just sits in the air. And then you see it start to, to sizzle and turn into steam. And then these shadows yes. like yelp out yes. and they all dissipate. Oh, shit. And the voice says, test one, complete. Oh shit! And you feel the the earth begin to shake beneath your feet. Something huge is moving the trees. You see this creature. It's a bipedal. It looks like even just a giant tree put together. It's these glowing green eyes and vines kind of make up the rest of its body. But its legs are made of like a stone. And in slow much slow motion, you see wood splinters coming at you. He spits this out, and once he does this, he kind of surveys the field. Miss B was like spinning this thing at a rapid pace somehow to like deflect uh, these splinters that came in here. But he looks over at the burned one, who is littered with these things, and it tilts its head, and he says, I think you have proven yourself. And so we have this huge creature, literally, in D&D terms. Um, this wooded creature with this wooden armor. Its feet are made of like a, it looks like, are, are carved straight from stone. Uh, the transition there. And it has crushed a, a miniature version of itself. Almost like a salve and placed it on the burning spots of the trees. It has these burn marks raked up across its chest and on its own mask. Um, it had just breathed several wooden chips out at you guys um, and, it, and most of those actually all of them that was going to take a hit hit the burned one and Miss B and Few managed to block all of those and we have William who is on the neck of this creature and he says that you've been found worthy as he stands to his full height did you just spray a forest worth of splinters at them and then say, nah, we good? Is that just what happened? I need to know who's strong enough alongside good enough to enter. Enter what? Well, that's us, so we'll just... Yeah. To enter... How does that get a judgment of character by us fighting shadow wolves and motions? She motions to an entire tree. Dude. One of the greatest character strengths you can take in an online test is strength of character. Do you agree? So was that was that was that like the last test or some more to be determined and he slinks, tries to slink down <laughs> okay it's a darkness no he says um alright during our fight and the time that several of you were climbing on my back I was able to assess your desires for you Tree path, understood. And I found no malice. 
that's accurate. Anger, perhaps. You did a really good job. You did a really good job. I did not say you were not flawed. No, I'm not. I, I'm agreeing with you. So. But what brings you to Mabelli? Do you want? Do you really want to know the answer to that question? And you, it's it's almost like this booming voice in your head and around you. Speak truth. We we seek uh, a dragon scale. Uh, you see him look up to the sky. <laughs> and his shoulders go up, like almost like he's breathing in. It is close. Since we're like super cool, no malice bros, you, could you like point us in the right direction? You. <laughs> oh, you got this? Bro. You got this, B.O.? No. Uh, he says, You must go to the village first to gain access to the caves. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll see you later. Perhaps. I have some work to do to repair your damages. And he grabs, he's going to grab William off and just set him gently onto the ground, or at least attempt. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I think brute force just happened to be the smarter option this time. And fire. Uh, I don't care for it either, my guy. Well, don't let burn suits your uh, your mask pretty well. But it doesn't feel good. And he he uh, he puts one of those giant vines into the ground again. Um, and you see some of those like the white specks like magical energy coming back up and it covers those spots on his mask and across his armor again and then even one on his on the arm that he had cut off it begins to form up and creates another vine arm no it, it never feels good yeah okay well miss b's gonna dust herself off uh, stick her daggers away, call forth, uh, Summer, uh, and look at the burned one. I was like, well, leave it the way if we're done with whatever this is. The Guardian. And he looks at you, and he kind of cocks his head one way, and then the other, and then he squats down like on his knees with like his elbows on his knees and gets down to your level and kind of like breathes in deeply again. So I will. And then stands back up and then he says, uh, anything else you need? Kind of to all of you, he's asking to all of you. William looks to the burned one. Did we just fight your dad? 
Let's go. That's not a no. Oh, must be his father. <laughs> uh, you okay. hear? Actually, everyone, roll a roll roll a perception check for me, please. He's, he's holding a mug. It says "World's Best Tree Dad." <laughs> World's number two tree dad. He's got this backpack well, on that has a spot for four people to sit in, and he's gonna just carry you all. Fourteen. Eleven. He's got a heart tattoo on his shoulder that just says "Win." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's so good. <laughs> and then, uh, Fume, what do you have? What did you get in the perception? I don't care. Okay. Um, the only one who hears it is William. You hear this loud, this screech, and I would say it almost, it makes you, like, put your hand over your ears, and the wooded guardian suddenly goes rigid. And he turns off to the distance. You see, uh, very far away, barely enough, like birds flying out of a distance, and he just jets off, stomping away toward that. Have fun storming the castle. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> Bye, daddy. So, I'm just gonna head, and I'm just gonna shadow step up into the trees. Um,. Yeah, the uh, you travel for it seems like a long time. Um, it just and it seems like this this forest never ends. Um, and I think you travel through the day, and it becomes nighttime, and you um, want to set up camp. Yeah, I mean, if it's nighttime, we don't want to travel in the dark. Yeah. Uh, okay, and and I, per usual, I guess I don't know who is you know what we're setting up kind of camps or what, how you want to set up like any defenses or anything like that. What you got going on? Grab some firewood and say anyone got a light? Aren't you made of fire? <sighs> Aren't you made of meat? Yes. I'm going to take a step back. <laughs> Weird? <laughs> uh, you know I've never been with a tree before. <clears throat> Splinters. Yeah, don't do yourself a favor. I won't be anytime soon. Yeah, just gonna set up camp. That's uh, weird. Yeah, I think you guys set up camp. Um, yeah. You hear sounds, perhaps you, you haven't heard from creatures you've never seen um, in these woods, uh, and you sit around the night at that night at the campfire. So, this skill, which are you looking for? Trying to win? Just, uh, it's a group in general. Oh, scale. I thought you said, uh, never mind. Scale, it's yeah, fine. I'm sorry. That's good. You're working with, off of a thick accent. I love it. We don't, we don't really know, I don't think. The dark one. Mm-hmm. Is that, do we know that? It should be the black skull. Believe it to be, yeah. Last year, you know. Uh, It's a shame it wasn't the green one. That was the town back there. What? The green skulls. I don't even think that's a color, my dude. 
Just like in general, I don't think that's a color. No, you're, you're right. William green, green is a color. It's one of them, for mm. sure. It's what you get when you mix blue and yellow. Mm. I don't know. Like that's, I don't... That's a fact. Uh, that's, that's some color theory. Listen, if you try to um, explain what green is to me, I, I don't know that it's going to work. For sure, but... But it is a thing. I sure. just want you to be aware. I mean, no, no, that's... I don't know. I'm not sure that it's... I don't know if there's I, a green scale. I'm, I'm skeptical I, I do of know both. I mean, I've seen, like, leaves and shit, and I'm pretty sure. We're in a forest. Giant <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking forest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen <laughs> Well, I was just looking at the campfire. I don't know if green exists, man. <laughs> one, one time a jolly frog sang me a song about it. Surely there's at least one green thing in the world. Probably. I don't know. I've got a tanker that never goes empty on alcohol. Green doesn't <laughs> that, exist. I mean... With, with with the way that, that Will's been encouraging the ladies, it could be Will's dick. Oh, oh. Uh, well. <laughs> Let's just turn into the hot springs episode. I mean, one <laughs> Will's dick in a hot spring? One Will's dick? One wiener. I could make a shadow for you to teleport out of. Well, I know why my nickname's Tree Trunk. No. No. Weird. Respect my space. I feel like because they both said no, I don't want to know. I'm gonna spend two key points to cast darkness on myself. <laughs> I just don't want to be. Per- <laughs> I just don't want to be perceived right now. How long does that last? <laughs> An hour. Forever. Just, no, no, you, like an hour ends of William just uh, like directly next to you, just staring into the darkness, <laughs> and then it dissipates. Weird. Uh, I'm cool with it. Cool. Well, I stared back into the void, and then after that awkward conversation, <laughs> everyone kind of just goes to their own uh, like portion around this campfire. I think still with probably in, in a safe quote unquote radius. But sure. do you pull a watch at all? Yeah, and the burned one doesn't need to sleep. So, um, okay, who pulls first watch? Beal go first. Alright, can you roll a perception check for me? Yeah, I can. An 11. Okay, yeah, you see it sitting in the tree. Um, you, you're sitting there. The forest is pretty quiet at this point. Um, maybe the howl or two of a wolf. The hoot of an owl. Fire's crackling as it, as it begins to squander a little bit. But you hear the, uh, the tinking, tinker, tink, tink, tinking, of, of clanking of metal. As you look up and you see a metallic spider kind of resting on a branch, kind of just peering in your general direction. And the spider, like, takes its front hand and kind of does, like, a wave motion to you. And then, like, almost, like, lays, like, down on the branch. Riz, that's real creepy. And then, and then it, like, instead of looking at you as it lays there, it, it turns away a little bit and then sets back down. And that's what you see. And uh, so then, who I, I imagine you, you just you know it's there. <laughs> and then you, who's on next watch? Oh, okay, okay. sure, that's fine. Fuck it. 
Uh, we'll say William. Uh, roll a perception check for me. She'll tell William about the spider too. Okay. Okay. Well, then if if that's the case, then you just you know it's there. I don't know if there's anything like one liner you want to toss to it. So just know this is Riz. He can receive this information, but he can't do a whole lot to give you information. How close is it? It's pretty far away. It's up in a tree, probably 20 feet high. Can I go retrieve it? Uh, you could probably, I mean, call out to it and see if no. it'll... Can I go physically retrieve it? Yeah, you can climb the tree. Sure. Let's do some climbing, boy. I mean, yeah, you climb up. You climb up and you're yeah, on the branch. I just want to take this mechanical spider and then I want to pick it up and give it kissy face and then I want to walk it down. Okay. And then I want to sit it in Lucian's tent. Or <laughs> right on Lucian, or uh, Fume's uh, sleeping bag. <laughs> One of the two. Are you in a tent? No. Yeah, okay. So I just sit it on top of his um, sleeping bag. So it's just staring at Fume's uh, face. It's a better view. And then I just sit back and resume my watch. All right, and then I think it's, it's about that time, so you kind of throw some, maybe throw some pebbles or something to make him, like, wake up so he can see this thing in his face. Um, Boom. Boom! And I don't know if you're scared of spiders or what, what the thing is. I don't know if you I think, I, I think Fume just, like, lifts his head up, lifts the spider. Hi, Riz. And it does, like, the little hair with its, with its front leg. And then it crawls down underneath and drops to the ground. And kind of scurries over to the darker part of this this circle, uh, and kind of just hangs out uh, in, in the that radius. Um, and then I think it's it's coming up. It, the sun comes up. It's a new day, and we step off. Hello, it's me, William. A little trip through the fortune telling war, and let me tell you what I saw. It was amazing. I saw this powerful game of strategy, unique abilities, and dice. They call it Marvel Dice Throne. You choose a champion, much like myself, except I'm not an option this time. Once you choose your champion, you face off in a battle of wit and skill using dice, cards, and special abilities to conquer your foes and ascend the dice throne. I'm told to tell you you can buy Marvel Dice Throne today. And there's something called a link in the show notes. Whatever that is. But you can use that link today to go buy your copy of Marvel Dice Throne. About an hour into this trip, um... You stumble upon also an, another fire that looks like it was recently had. Um, but it seems to be pretty clean. There's there's nothing left that you can see discernible. There are footprints, um, but the fire is uh, has been successfully put out, so it's not going to come back to life. And the only other thing you see are footprints leading to uh, straight ahead, the, the path that you were traveling in. Very easy to, to ascertain then. Mm-hmm. Do we know how many people are ahead of us? Do we have uh, roll investigation. Uh, right. Anybody who would have come through here, wouldn't they have to have proven themselves worthy too? Uh, it's a three. 
Uh, you you know there's at least one. There's at least one guy ahead of us. One guy was able to take out all those shadow dogs and that tree guardian by himself. I said at least one. I'm just saying, like, that's somebody who's pretty formidable is all I'm saying. I would like to Maybe. investigate. They didn't cover their tracks, though. Okay, go ahead Maybe and roll they're, they're so strong, they don't feel like they need to. That's a good point. That's a nat 20. Wow, okay. For 27. Um, you're able to tell that there were three individuals. Um, one weighed 110 pounds, one weighed <laughs> 225 pounds, <laughs> and one weighed about a buck 50. Does, do, do any of them have spurs <laughs> on their boots? They do not. Jingle, jingle, okay. jingle. Just checking. I like to investigate the fire to see how long ago uh, it was active. Okay. Hey, can't you just ask it? Aren't you bros the fire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk to the fire. Um, with that, you are able to tell it was about a half a day. It's been about a half a day um, since it been put out. People these days are so irresponsible putting out their fires. I knew a bear once talked about that. Um, if you were to continue following, and I don't know if you want to look at anything else, yeah, but I mean, following sure. these footprints, you see that they begin to veer off uh, to the left. Off the path? Whereas you would normally keep going straight to, to go deeper into this forest. They veer left. But the path is going to Mapelli, right? Uh, the footprints are not. They but the path. To be they, they, the path. Like yes. the road. Yes. Okay. Do we do we care about the footprints? Well, they probably had a reason for veering off the path. You think maybe they know something we don't? Can't ask him. They could go sightseeing. Have you been this path before, Bartlow? You are the guide. Uh, there's not many places in these woods I haven't been. Okay, is there anything where interesting is, where, that way? What, what's what's that way? <laughs> what's that way? <laughs> Damn. Okay. Got him. By George's right. Forest, guys, come on. Yeah, but there's not like some hidden alcove with beautiful springs and magical properties, or like a hidden temple. Or... Let me think real quick. Hey, Devin. Hmm. What's over there? There's a waterfall. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, there's a waterfall. Uh, what? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to. Uh, Darkness style cast pass without a trace. Okay. Uh, gives me a plus ten to any stealth roll that I make. Yeah. And then I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna stealth. Uh, I'm, you guys go ahead, follow the path, and I'm gonna take a look and see what I can see. I'm very, very sneaky, mm. and I'll, I'll come back if there's. I'll, I'll catch you up if there's something there. If there's nothing, I can go with you. I'm pretty sneaky. <laughs> And he coughs out some ashes. No, you, li- you literally create fires everywhere you go. I would uh, prefer it if you just went on the path made of dirt yeah. and not uh, anywhere else. 
All right. Suit yourself. Suit yourself, yeah. Suit yourself. Good. So I'm 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 very fast. Um, okay. My, yeah, so I I think it's like Naruto style trees yeah. blurring as you as you step through perception. You're on a high alert now for for this, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it might be. You're able to see kind of where they they broke limbs or twigs and follow this trail very quickly. I think you stop. When you stop, it's it's silence. I mean, even the sound of birds should be heard. I didn't see any snow. The sound of crickets. <laughs> Something. But here it's silent. You look down, and you see three figures, bloody, and blood strewn about, kind of in this, this, this foliaged area. There's not like a, a set trail here. Um, and their goods are strewn about. Um, there's papers kind of everywhere around them. Welcome package just obliterated. Mm-hmm. And that's what you see from there. You're, you're up in the tree. Lucian's going to take his index finger and his thumb and just rub them very softly next to his ear to see if he can hear that very faint noise or if he might be under the effect of some magical silence. Nothing. Hmm. And then scanning, I don't see any. I don't see any movement. I don't see anything that looks like it. Could uh, be roll a perce- perception check for me. Perception. Eighteen. Uh, um. With an eighteen, you notice that there are arrows. Sticking out of the back of all of these, um, these these downed figures, and there is just probably ten feet in front of them a small piece of of like wire that kind of glints in the sunlight as it breaks through the trees down to the floor from one tree to another. I'm going to still in my ultimate stealth mode uh, do like a quick circle around the area where this is at. So like if anybody was like to set up an ambush, I'm going to try to see if I can circle that, but just doing a quick perimeter. Uh, Yeah. And I think as you do, there are certain times that you must break out of this silent perimeter and you hear birds again. Mm -hmm. And then again, as you come back into certain spots, it, it disappears back into silence. Sure. But I don't see anybody like hiding in the bushes. No. So then I will come down from the tree, still very stealthily, very careful. uh, And I will come down to uh, noting where the wire is and scanning to see if I see anything else catching the light in that way. Uh, Try to make my way closer to like get eyes on and investigate. Maybe see some of these papers. Yeah. Roll and investigation. Yep. That is a 10. Uh, okay, that's easy enough. So you pick up these papers. Um, some of the the writing there is pretty messy. Uh, some of it is in a different language. But you are able to dig through some of these files, and you see that there's, there's some information here about um, a powerful magical relic. Um, at, the paper, at the top of this paper, you see the logo of the KNG. 
um, mm-hmm. to and whoever had these papers. And as you go through them, you see it. It's a picture of you. And then above that, it says, uh, missing in action. And as you continue to scan through, you see William missing in action. And as you keep going through, there it is, the last one, Miss B, missing in action. Um, And so it seems like these individuals, uh, I think if you roll them over, you realize they have the KNG logo in different spots on their clothing, wherever they've chosen to put it. Different ranks. Yes, and they have the... The uh, the low rank of the just the one Roman numeral for lowest rank. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pat them down, looking for anything else of either value or interest. Um, and once I've given it a, a, a good look over, and I can see that there's nothing more to be found, I will uh, take anything that I found as well as the papers. Uh, and it, there's no way for me to, to determine. The source of this, what's causing this magical silence? Uh, no. Not at this vantage. Uh, okay. I will tell you, you find, um, let's say 10 gold. You sure. find one of the train tickets mm-hmm. that you know that would get oh, you back to, to uh, mm-hmm. K&G. Um, you find, I mean, they have some pretty basic weapons on them, so I don't know if there's any particular, so they, one has like a sword, one has a bow itself. I mean, um, we got to take a little tour through a magical armory and got legendary artifacts when we were level one initiates. True that, and they and then uh, so they have a bazooka. Sure, sure. You know, I got a bazooka. Got it. A bazooka. Fat boy. Um, so yeah, we'll say. No, no, I'm sick. Yeah, I have to stick with my guns for that reason. So, just pretty common weapons, actually. Okay. Um, so, after giving it the once over, not being able to tell where the science is coming from, um, and getting all the paperwork that they have, I will ski daddle. Um, kind of just head back out the way that I came and uh, try to quickly catch up to the group. Okay. And, and sure enough, just as quickly as you got there, you quickly head back and you're able to meet up with the crew. They just look around and I'm there. Just like, what's up? Oh, hey. Hey. Fair enough. Um, it's weird. They were uh, K and G. And they were... Are those um, people? And I, te- yeah, I take out the, the, keyword the MI posters. And I had hand them... Yeah, keyword operative word, word here. Uh, I hand them each their own wanted poster. And I go, they might have been... Um, or not wanted, MIA poster or whatever. Dossier. Yeah, they say killed in action, right? Like, that we're dead? And missing. Oh, missing? Yeah. That doesn't get to my good Oh, side. and I... And a, and a train ticket as well. I don't know if we'll need it, but... Yeah, I've got a useful one of those. Where, where did you... <clears throat> where did you say you saw this map? Just down the ways a little bit when I followed those, those footprints over by the waterfall just around the river bend they were ambushed uh, arrows it looks like and there was um, some sort of magical silence uh, surrounding them in a way that I, I, I couldn't figure out what was causing it but you couldn't hear anything and you're sure it was silence 
I checked. And Perhaps. I, I'm, fami- I'm familiar with the art. Perhaps an artifact, if they're KNG agents. Possible, but I, I looked all over and I didn't see anything that looked even remotely similar to an artifact. Concerned that they're searching for us here. Why would they know we're my, here? My best guess is they were transporting an artifact and they were ambushed. And whatever the artifact is, it caused a lasting impression on that area. Uh, but the artifact was absconded with by whoever took it. Uh, they did set and looked to be a trap. Saw a trip wire while it was there. So they wanted whoever came to investigate to uh, feel the pain of that, so. Bert one's gonna measure the uh, the sun with his hand. <clears throat> it would be best if we didn't if we didn't dilly-tally. I would like to look over the paperwork and see if there's anything else. Like, was it a mission for an object over here? Were they actually looking for us? Kind of thing. Um, they have like it's our yeah, yeah. Do they have orders in those papers, or is it just our one? Yeah, roll, roll on the investigation for me. Yeah, sure. What does it say 24. about my talents? Uh, I, I think so. Some of the details you skim over here. It was they were to travel to Mapelli. They were to uh, seek out um, a dragon scale. They were to return it promptly uh, via one of the uh, safe houses on a train back to the KNG. And they were to also search for you three uh, in the proximity because you were last seen somewhere in the area. Hmm. I like that last part. Well, they knew we were going that direction. Yeah, she would relay yeah, that. This is the last scene. The question is, did they succeed? Did they get the scale and it was robbed from them? Somebody else has it now, or is it still where it was? Hey, Devin. Uh-huh. Thinking about on their campsite, was it going... It looked like they were going towards Mapelli, right? Not coming no, out No, they were kind of... If you were heading toward it, it's almost like they were heading parallel. Kind of to where no, no, we're. but they were Do we originally know of any before they turned houses left. in that direction. Before they turned left, they were yes, we're heading toward. Mapelli. Yeah, so it's safe to assume they don't have it. Do we? Do we know? Like, do we have an idea of where KNG safe houses in the area would be? Is there one in that direction? Um, I think you guys. Is there one behind the waterfall? Roll a history check, check behind the waterfall. I should check behind the waterfall. Uh, roll a history check for me. There's <laughs> always something behind them waterfalls. We're all to five for fume. Strong start. Fourteen for B. Real good at intelligence. Let's see. Uh, twelve. Yeah, so I say you two, and then as as a group, obviously would know that yes, in fact, there is one that is located uh, inside of the waterfall. 
research in the area. Like you haven't been there before, but like on the maps you had studied, that is it's in that area. Uh, in in Mapelli, that's where that one is. So if they were heading towards the waterfall, that means they have the scale. They wouldn't go to the safe house until they completed their objective. Which means whoever killed them has it now. Should we go check the safe house to see if anybody's there waiting on a train? Yeah, I think we have to go back there one way or the other because we have to find out where they went from there. Perfect. Okay, we double back and head to the waterfall. Yeah. I follow your lead. Once we get, and I'll, I'll signal uh, to them. Sorry, I walk normally behind you in some way. You're gonna be jumping to the trees and shit. I ain't trying to do that. No, dude, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna okay. walk on the ground, um, and just uh, like show the kind of the path and like where I roughly think the silence field will begin and before we get in there I, I'm gonna I might have to angle around but I'm gonna point out the trap to them because I haven't done anything to disarm it and I don't want anybody to trigger it I'd like to go disarm it say it again I would like to Ms. go B disarm it the trap oh the yeah yeah wire. okay um with the, that's a side tool yeah you have thieves tool yeah thieves tool I'm a rogue do yeah, it. Lucian's going around sneaking things. Maybe you're like, hey, this entire campaign, I'm not had to get rid of a trap. Let me <laughs> do your thing. I can't pick a lock either, so. Yeah, I get to roll with proficiency, right? Mm-hmm. You do. Okay. D20. It's a, it's a D20 plus dex plus proficiency. That would be a 17. You are able to uh, follow this line from tree to tree as it wraps around another tree. You see that it goes up in the tree and then covered by some leaves pretty well. Uh, There's like these two or three giant logs that are prepared with pointed edge to swing down to someone passing through. And as you simply disarm, it does not uh, fire the mechanism. I imagine I'm in in this weird, deathly silent area as I disarm it. Yes. Yep. And so you still have the three bodies that are laying there. Uh, with these, with arrows, and there are some more papers laying around, and maybe some other items that uh, Fume didn't pick up. Cool. Can I take a look at these arrows? Yeah, if you roll an investigation for me. I'll send Summer sure, over sure, sure. to where the party was just so they know it's disarmed, because I sure as hell can't talk and tell them. No, 14. Uh,. You pull out an arrow, and it's made completely of uh, metal, uh, like straight metal. And on the tip of it, there is this small blue dot that is glowing. Does this look familiar to me? Like, have I seen this from any, uh, like, government that I've worked with? Um... You know what? Roll a history check for me. Oh, I was hoping you'd say that. 
Not that I'm good at those, but at least it's a shot. Oh, 15. Not bad. No, not bad at all. You have seen this. And Ooh. you're you're pulling in your mind where have I where have I seen this before? What's the importance of this thing? And in your head it pops this time when you had to um, be in a secret meeting. Uh, and so what you did is you placed these beacons almost like in a donut shape around you so that you could speak with this this political figure one-on-one, and no matter what you said, oh, it's a it could be heard outside of this cone. So it's almost like you could speak in the, the, the donut hole, but the rest of it was completely blocked from anyone else being able to hear. Oh, but that, this is inverted. This, yeah, so the beacon, like its range is... That is what's producing the silence bubble currently. All right, so I'm going to pull out a couple of these arrows. Yep, and they all have mm. this blue tip on them. Okay, this black. How many do like, I get? I'm just like, going to stash them in my inventory. There are th- there are only three, one in each body. Oh, precision. Okay. Just the tip. Okay. Uh, huh? How would I triangulate that? I guess I wouldn't. Okay. Uh, Fume's gonna look at Will and tap his head. Oh yeah, I mentally talked to him. Hey, bud. Hey. Hey, um... What you got there? Uh, these three metal arrows have, uh, these blue tips on it, and, uh, for the life of me, I can't remember where I, I saw this, but I do know the same type of technology can be used to make, uh, cones of silence, essentially, where you set up a bunch of these beacons and it makes a, a cone where everything we say inside is good, everything outside is, like, can't hear us. This is inverted, so there's gotta be, like, a generator somewhere in the center. Um, so if we know where the edges are, we could probably figure out where. It's just radiating from the arrow, right? That's how I understood it. It was just like a 20-foot circle of silence around the arrow or whatever. Oh, I thought you were just relating the technology to me. Yeah, so the technology, when you've had it in your past, it's set up in a donut with the radius, so the radius would be where you need it to be so you could step into the But it's not necessarily like the same technology could be used just to create a field. Can I... Can I... Shot the... twist the tip and see if it like deactivates you can absolutely twist the tip anytime you want yeah okay shot in the dark is this weaponry that was commonly used by Zalans if it was I would have picked that up immediately uh no that's what is it commonly used by any organization no but you do know these these are these are very like high and arrows. This material yeah, is, is un- They're not so- Zalentian and they're not from Taggart because William well, would Zalentian, be like... Silence isn't a place here. So. Zalentian? <laughs> Z- <laughs> uh, Sorry, that's my fault. William would be familiar with both of those. Unless they're just like elite, elite way up there. Uh, yeah. Man, alright. I'd like to go <sighs> Do you twist the, the tip of the arrow? Yeah, of course. Um, it, when you when you twist that off, that blue light stops flashing. You still can't hear each other. Okay, because there's two more. But can you twist it to make it turn back on? Yes. yes. Yeah, I twist when it you do that, yes. Okay, the light. I, t- I turn all three off. And now you hear the birds, and you hear the tree, the leaves uh, crunching. 
beneath um, the feet of someone because none of you are walking. And if you all can roll a perception check for me. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't do this, but it'd be funny. Well, here's the crit. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> That's a turn, turn it 20. Off. Turn it off. 23. That one. Yeah. Well, I think you all hear the crunching behind you because this whole time maybe you've been you've been zoned in on these arrows and kind of what's been going on and, and, and focused into this one area. And so you undo the the last arrow and you're all kind of watching William do this. And as he pulls that that last magical silence from the arrow, that's when you hear the crunching of the the leaves. And you turn, and a figure says to you, Well, it's been a long time. It's good to see you all. And there before you is Breeze. Wait, remind me, does Breeze have a gun? He has a gun, right? He doesn't use a bow? He's a big sniper rifle. He does, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's a big sniper rifle. All right. So tell me what happened here. Well, I think you would know more than us. I don't know if that's true, partner. All I know is these were K and G agents. They were killed with arrows that were meant to silence them immediately. So who were they afraid they were going to call out to help for? Who were they going to call out to help? Who was going to do that? Why would they be afraid if they didn't have allies nearby? Junior members, maybe escorted by a senior member that they were actually afraid of, didn't want you to hear. What are you implying there, bud? Didn't want. All I'm implying is that it sounds to me pretty likely that you're a part of this mission. I stumble upon three, and he looks over at the uh, the burned one, and perhaps rogue agents not checking in. Presumed dead, missing at best. Next to three dead bodies that they mean to keep quiet. See how this could this could easily be you or I, which makes me think I don't think it's you. But can I convince you that it ain't me? No, I don't think it's you. I just were, were you or were you not? Thanks, Bernie. Were you or were you not a part? Were you were were you were you not a part of this mission? I'm not a part of this mission. So what you doing in the neighborhood, Frank? I've been looking for you all. Oh yeah? They send you to bring us back? No. And so he, what he will do is he will lean down to one of the folders that's there and he'll flip through some pages and he'll hand you one. Breeze, am I? And as you see, it says Breeze. Missing in action. And that's where we're in the episode. So I was really tempted when he was just like suspected us just to be like, okay, cool, click. <laughs> I don't like where this conversation's going. <laughs> you, you, hit click, cast, I, you hit the click, I cast. You hit the click, I hit darkness in perfect unison. So it's just like, son of darkness, <laughs> scatter! <laughs> Run now. <laughs> He can't hear. <laughs> throw dirt in his face and then run away and he doesn't know where we're going. 
<laughs> everybody thanks for listening to today's episode um i hope that i'm name dropping my npcs in in good ways that you can appreciate uh so i will pass it over to the crew to talk about the things we have going on in the life of waffle stupid Everything about the life of Lawful Stupid, it uh, is very expensive. It's an expensive life. So give us some money, go to our store, and buy some stuff. You give us money, we give you stuff. Pretty good deal. I like it. That's good. So Also, join our Patreon, man. It's cool over there. You give us like a dollar, and then we give you like hours of content and like cool, never before seen one shots and collaborations with other people. And Uncle Shane sells tabletop workshop in there. Like, it's pretty sick, nasty, and it costs a dollar. Like, what are you gonna do with that dollar? It's true. Yeah. The coolest people do the fifty dollars tier, and they come and hang out with us. But you can also hang out with us on the Discord too. Uh, go to discord.lawfulstupid.org Super easy to get here Doesn't matter where you are in the episodes You could be in C1, but you wouldn't hear this from here Because <laughs> this is C3 If you're hearing this, you are in C3 That's Yeah <laughs> If you're hearing this, go into the Discord also And I will give you a dad joke If you're watching these uh, Podcast episodes Explain <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you're doing. I'm interested. Are we on YouTube? I can oh, hear you looking at a screen. I can hear screen smell sounds. Yep. Don't tell me green. They print out our. Tell me what the color of seven smells like. They they printed out all of our pictures from the lawful stupid website and they just put them on popsicle sticks and when we talk they make us go. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do that. In fact, I think Devin did it at one point. I did. <laughs> Devin actually did do one with yeah. Atlas. Number one. Atlas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just, yeah. that's how you do it. You just, just take yeah, your just little light paper a popsicle guy stick on fire. Yeah. They're limited yeah. time only popsicle yeah, sticks. Yeah, yeah. They'll last long. One use. But we're uh, hey, uh, let me Let me just say we're going to do the roll for your vanity real quick. Uh, so one of the things we roll for humanity is a charitable thing that we do give back to the community uh and so we're gonna do it for the davis house advocacy uh oh jesus i suggested them and can't remember their full name center uh it is davis house child advocacy center uh and so what they do is um in middle tennessee they take care of um, interviewing children and getting the help they need or helping the law enforcement um, in a way to either get them out of these bad situations or bring people to justice and they're very instrumental and what they do is a very 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 thankless job um, and so our dollars headed uh, to their doors ideally um, and so I'm going to give it a roll nine nine is the number nine 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 nine, nine. it's objectively better than last time by a, by a, a factor, by a uh, factor of three. Yeah. Three, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, nine dollars going to uh, David's house. So Yay. great cause. Uh, what'd you roll? What'd you roll, nerd? Tell go go to Twitter and do hashtag lawful stupid hashtag roll for humanity. Uh, Don't do hashtag lawful stupid. Do hashtag stupid cast or hashtag roll for humanity. Do do those and then call Shane a nerd. Nothing yeah, better than I mean, I, honestly, I would love to hear anything other than just the endless void of silence. Please, you twist off that tip, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, twist the tip. Yeah. Twist the tip. Hashtag. In, hashtag. Twist the tip. 
I mean, hashtag in the silence. Hashtag twist the tip. Doesn't make it blue anymore, dudes. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> hey, Just you're the one that made it a blue light. I can be brown. I can be blue. <laughs> I, can I can be white. Could be hurtful. I could be purple. I could be anything you like. Wow, <laughs> that got weird quick. I want to do that now. Hey, with us. <laughs> new story. I told you. That's <laughs> a but no. Don't talk about it on air. Don't quit stealing his ideas. No, I mean, it's a joint venture. Um, it's a joint venture. Are we ready for the good news? Story? He's going to do yeah. his cock and ball torture only fans. That's his idea. Mm. Inventor mm. of hand-cranked washing machine is distributing the low-cost <laughs> device to refugees. I say again. Inventor of hand-cranked washing machine is distributing the low-cost device to refugees. On to you, Avon. Yeah, what he's uh, doing with this is uh, boosting his popularity. That way, when he uh, sells it to not refugees, he can charge a arm for it. Literally, in that culture, they will pay yeah. an arm for it. Yeah, literally. Profiteering. I hate it. I I don't know what to tell you. Uh, he, these are not simple hand-cranked washing machines. Um, there's a little bit more to this. If, okay. if you're not following the vibes of this, um, to, you know, I, I don't have an example of what the sizing of these hand crank washing machines are, but they're really just tiny cheese, for, like shredders, right? That's all he's done. And then he's hooked up like a fucking hose, spick it to it. So you can push water through this tiny, you can put half a shirt in there maybe a pair of boxers right that's why they're tiny hand cranks like this guy just went onto amazon and bought these cheese shredders that you can get and now you're just pushing fucking loincloths through it and washing them that's it Won't and now you're just making the sweet non-profit dollars he's just getting all the tax <laughs> credits he don't give a shit about these refugees <laughs> now shane tell me why i'm stupid I would never. Uh, you you were trying to follow one of the truth seeker principles. You, you can read about my book, Truth Seekers, um, which is always follow the money. What's the subtitle so I like that again? You're, it's just called Truth Seekers. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought you did like Wake Up Sheep or you know. Oh, well, there, there was a spinoff book. It was called Truth Seekers, Seekers of Truth. Um, <laughs> like Knights of the Night Guard, Truth Seekers, Se- Seekers of Truth. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you guys this one. I don't even need to. I'm going to let Devin do it. I'm going to walk you through it, and we'll see if we come to the same conclusion. Okay. And you and let, know that you already have all the information that you need if you pay attention to my previous well, I've um, read talks. Your, your, all of your books. Okay, perfect. Manifestos. So, Let's be real. What is the primary benefit of a hand-cranked washing machine? Um, well, I mean... You're talking outcomes? It's clean clothes. What's the what's the primary benefit Devin. of that as opposed to, say, an electric one? Oh, I, I don't use up uh, the Devin. electricity. Get in front of your mic, man. It sounds really bad. Hello? Hey. There we go. Yeah, you were, you kind of, you drifted a little oh. bit. Yeah, you I were drifting over it. I don't use electricity. Like this. It doesn't use electricity. That's exactly right. It doesn't use electricity. That's the primary benefit. Who do you think would need a lot of power and would want it to be conserved in the community so they can use it for their abilities. Hold on a second. There's only like three people who would be interested. 
One of them <laughs> yeah. is selfish, though. So I don't think it's him. He, right. he only wants himself to live. Right. I think... <laughs> I think that it is probably Musk. Elon Musk needs the power to reanimate the dead. We've already talked about this, man. Okay. The writing is on the wall. So, so the only thing I have to say is to make sure you wash your wool in cold water only, sheeple. Oh, so you're saying these mm. Afghan refugees are powering they would put two uh, new so okay so you've got you need a lot of power yeah because you're reanimating the dead frankenstein style daily constantly frankly you're doing that it's a huge draw on the grid you're already at capacity you can't have any refugees come in here and use any more power on that grid it will fail so how do you encourage them to not use power hand cranked washing machines Keyword machines. I mean, again, I didn't have to even say anything. This is all dead. Wake He's up, using sheeple. Common- He's using common sense. He's following the money. He's following all of the 10 truth seeking steps that you can find all about in my book, <laughs> Truth Seekers, Seekers of Truth, uh, New York Times bestseller on the shelves. <laughs> well, the secret New York Times bestseller, not the public normie one, the real <laughs> one, the underground New York. The, the the new New York new, new. bestsellers. But that was my favorite one. I like this trend now that Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm tying them together. On. I'm creating. I'm, I'm weaving together a larger fiction. The multiverse of uh, our end credits. <laughs> yes. uh, it's also, like all the Stephen King books are just main, right? Mm. <laughs> it's true. Mm. I didn't do it last time, so I want to apologize first. Uh, Sin. Thank you for being on. He's one of our our patrons and is obviously getting some episodes with us. So I didn't know if you had any special places people can find you, social medias. Uh, I think maybe we did. I think you have a Twitch. You're trying to get Twitch back up and running. Yeah, so go ahead and spit that at us. That's uh, Tom underscore alt F4. And I would just like to say that I appreciate everything y'all do. I used to have a job that I would listen to three or four episodes a day. Season one, and it was just that got me hooked, you know. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. That's what oh, we're here for, you. man. If we can make anybody's nine to five a little bit more bearable, or the commute with your mother in law, mm. if she can hear me say the word purple penis, that's <laughs> what it's all about, man. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck your mother in law. Hey, hey. What? Excuse well, me? Well, well, I'm well, so well, sorry. Zebra's competition. <laughs> Added to her, added, added to her vast knowledge very soon. Purple penis. <laughs> I'm glad she'll have that memorized. But well, <laughs> thank you for being here. Anyways, everyone, we love you so much. Thank you for listening to the episode today. And as we always say, we love you. We love, we you. love you. Bye. 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 Bye.